Hello, friends and family. It's Dara. It's been a minute since I've done a podcast episode with just me, (laughs) I'm finding. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the interview with Sir Benjamin of Ayers. And I hope you enjoyed my Ripping Time review with Bran, my June preview with Chad, um, and I, I forget what else came out. These last few weeks have been crazy. Um, I started a new job the week before I got sick. And so I was sick for a week. And then, so the first week of May, I started a new job, right? The second week, I got sick. The third week, I was away on a church retreat. The fourth week, we got Memorial Day holidays. So I'm really just catching up on everything that I've missed. On top of, like, trying to learn this new company culture. I'm in a new field. So learning new lingo, new terminology, And on top of all of that, in T-minus two weeks, we have Ramajama. So, your girl's been in a head, uh, like a whirlwind. I was going to say a head spin, but it's been crazy over here at Camp Deer Hallmark, let me just tell you. I used to be a freelancer, and so me developing this routine now of getting back into a nine to five grind is something that I still have to get used to because by the time I come home, I am exhausted, exhausted. Do you hear me? So (laughs) yeah, we, yeah, within these next few weeks, it's going to be some skim milk. We're not going to get as many episodes from Dear Hallmark, the podcast, um, as I'm gearing up for Rama Drama. I'll be at Rama Drama, um, and then, yeah, the 4th of July holiday, so, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna, July is gonna be our all catch-up month, that's where we're gonna put the, the, the grinders on, because I'm gonna have to catch up on Summer Nights movies, we have three new Christmas movies coming out for Christmas in July, one of who I've, I saw has Tori and Corbin in it, which is really, really cool. I think that one, I think that's a really, really good pairing. And then the other movie is with Kevin McGarry and Kayla Wallace. Hopefully it's a Feeling Butterflies Redemption. It's called My Grown Up Christmas List or Christmas Wish or something like that. Um, <laughs> man, we got... <laughs> And then in August, I know we have Tamara's movie that will probably be coming out because it's a summer movie. And they're going to be doing round two of Summer Nights in August. And then we have the Hallmark Movies and Mystery movie, from, which stars Erica Ash, Joyful Drake, Lance Gross. It's the first movie from Hallmark's Mahogany line, which I'm really excited about excited about that's going to be premiering on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. I read in another article, I believe it was the one where they they announced that they were doing a new primetime series for 2023. Um, 
that this one's going to be coming out in August. So, yeah, that's where I'm getting my information from. But needless to say, I want to give a heartfelt congratulations to Ms. Julie Gonzalo and Mr. Chris McNally on the arrival of their baby. McFly is a McDad. <laughs> wow. And it's funny because Andrew Walker, there was this Hallmark put an event together where all of the stars got together. And so Wes Brown, Andrew Walker, and Chris McNally took a photo and Andrew titled it Daddy's Day Out or something like that or Dad's Night Out. And I was like, Chris McNally is a dad? But sure enough, yes, he was. And People Magazine um, did an article about it. And it's, I mean, what a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. Um, man, <laughs> this is going to be a very, like, this summer is going to be on and popping. Especially because June is so packed. It can feel like July is, uh, is going to be, you know, just like woo-saw because I won't have Rama drama, but still keeping up with all of the movies that I missed. I know I'm going to be doing a lot of catching up with uh, Rama drama. I mean, with uh, Dare Hallmark. So. And if you're looking for my Romance to the Rescue review, be sure to check out the Dear Hallmark YouTube channel. That's also where I dropped, um, I know I did some things on YouTube, um, that you won't find here on the podcast and vice versa. So you want to make sure you're subscribed to both so you can keep up, uh, with all the reviews and things. And if you're wondering if I did review a movie and you're listening here on the podcast, you might want to check out the YouTube channel first. So with that being said, we have some voicemail, so take it away, Emma. Hello, Dara, and welcome back after your little um, hiatus, um, I'm sure much deserved. And thank you so much for your latest podcast. I just finished listening, and um, it was a joy to listen to. I laughed out loud many times, um, and I completely agree with you regarding the film uh, Warming Up to You. I watched it re very recently Um as a way to relax, um, I was quite sick as well on a job in Paris, and no, no, it did not, it did not hit the spot. Um, it's very awkward, very cringeworthy. This movie, uh, douloureux, painful, as we say in French, um, and very stereotypical, as you said about the um, the Los Angeles um, mindset. Um, it didn't work at all. Uh, the writing definitely needs a little bit of a, a step up there. Um, but thank you so much. It was a joy to listen to and uh, welcome back. Bye. Emma, thank you so much for your message and your kind words. Man, it has been a trip. <laughs> it has been a trip. Um, so, yeah, warming up to you. Was it my jam or my jelly? I am going to be doing a may movie ranking episode um that's going to be up solely on the instagram and the facebook page 
So be sure to like and follow the Facebook page and follow on Instagram so you can catch that. And you'll see where warming up to you will fall in the ranking. But Emma girl, yeah, I get you. And I'm trying to put, you said de la creux. Ooh, did I do it? <laughs> de la creux, de la, de la creux. Hmm. Um, I'm trying. That was just so beautiful the way you just kind of weave that, wove that in there. Um, but again, thank you so much. And Emma is, she's a constant. You're going to get a message from her. And I appreciate you, Emma, for your support, for your listenership. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, well, with that being said, you guys, we're going to take a micro break and then we're going to get into this review kicking off summer nights with hidden gems so stay tuned when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply Welcome back, friends. Let's get into Hallmark's inaugural Summer Nights movie for 20 and 22, titled Hidden Gems, which stars Hunter King and Bo Murkoff. So the premise really quick, if you haven't seen it already, mm, excuse me, there's a cough. <coughs> My apologies to the Academy. Um, if you haven't seen this already, I would, here's how I would describe the movie to you. So Hunter, I'm sorry, her, her character's name is Addie. Addie is the backbone of her family. They all depend on her. She helps her sister run her clothing company called Dear Watson, which is a Sherlock Holmes reference. But it's also the last name of their family. So her name is Addie Watson. Uh, Addie, while she's running this clothing company... She has this love for marine life and for the ocean that her grandmother instilled in her at a young age. And her grandmother gave her her engagement ring, which is a beautiful pearl that her grandfather gave to her grandmother. And so the grandmother passed it on, but unfortunately the grandmother passed on. And this is something that Addie keeps as a, you know, an heirloom that she feels close to her grandmother. So, all of this is happening. Like, we find all of this out. And we find that her sister's getting married. So, it's a destination wedding in Hawaii. Yeah. And they'll be, they'll be there for a week. And so, while, they, while they're there, Addie is like, oh, I can rekindle this love for marine life. And do get my marine biology on. Um, and so, whilst... She was doing paddleboard yoga. Let that bake your noodle. Paddleboard yoga. Where they do that at? That sounds like some firm thigh muscles. That's what that sounds like. 
you're balancing yourself on a paddleboard in God's oceanic space of the earth. And then you got to have the nerve to do yoga poses on top of trying to keep your balance. I will happily be in my hotel room eating key lime pie watching TV under the covers. Hello. Because that's not my ministry right there. Um, So she's doing this paddleboard yoga though because you know her friend... I'm sorry, her sister and her sister's friend are there. You know, they're like, Annie, come on, come on. And so she falls, as would anyone who's never done this before, and the ring pops off her finger. So uh, I wonder, though, and this may me, this may be me being too critical. If it could pop off in the ocean, has it ever popped off when she went swimming before? Has she gone swimming before with the ring of one? Ooh, has it popped off when she's in the tub? I don't know. I got some questions, but I'm, again, that could be me nitpicking. So she's, she's, you know, distraught because she lost her ring. And so the hotel concierge, her name is Hannah. She calls their diver. What's his name? Josh, John, Trevor. I forget. Um, We'll call him Bo or Jack. I think his name is Jack. And so Jack, we meet him and he is not here for any of Addie's shenanigans. He doesn't give two licks of a can of beans what her problem is. It's his day off. And I'm just appreciative of that energy. I love the energy that Bo brought to that scene. It was perfection. I'm actually telling you the movie. Let me just hurry this up. So, you know, they clash, but then they begin to spend more time together. They start feeling one another. And then she ends up staying on the island, getting a job at the program, some type of marine program that's close to the hotel or whatever. And then all of a sudden she wants to go cavorting all over the place with a, you know, some dude in the sailboat, whatever. That's the movie. And here's my thing. Two points for the Sherlock reference, right? Two points for the Sherlock reference. Can we just have a moment of silence for that? As I look at my Sherlock Holmes classic stories book that I got from Barnes and... Wait, this was supposed to be silent. Well, I messed that up. Okay. Uh, I love that. It hurt to watch Addie take on the weight of the world. And her family not acknowledge it or make like they seem to. Just, oh, thank you. Like they didn't. There wasn't an overwhelming sense of, oh, my goodness. You like Addie, where would we be? Where would we be if it not been for you? Because can I tell you when it was revealed that Addie quit school, gave her tuition money to her sister so her sister can start her company she's better than me because i wouldn't do it i wouldn't do it i love my sister make no mistakes i love my sister but your girl is finishing with her degree (coughs) okay your girl is finishing her degree that was just i was like what in the world and her sister was high-key annoying through this. Uh, I mean, I felt like she kept she kept 
pushing things on to Addie. She kept pushing Jack onto her, and I was just like, cool out. Can we just take a walk into the freezer for a little bit? Like, it was just, it was too strong. It was too strong. That's that's my only thing. Um, quite possibly, that scene of them when they first meet is one of the best enemies to lovers scenes I've ever watched. Now, enemies to lovers is my favorite trope. I would say my yeah, enemies to lovers and fake relationships, fake dating, fake fiance, whatever it is. If it's fake, I'm in for. I mean, it's a wedding. Those two are my favorite tropes of romantic movies. So the fact that we have an enemies to lovers trope, this was done so well. The pacing of their growing affection for one another, I felt like it moved at a really good pace. However, the last like 10 to 15 minutes, it seemed like we just put on a a jetpack and entered the Indy 500 and was just like doing 500 laps for no reason. We went from Sand Dollar Cove to Indy 500 and I don't know how <laughs> because you've only known this dude for a week and you're going to give him money and I'll explain why she gave him money. And then go off sailing around the world. What? Okay. So to have Jack dive f- and try to find her ring because he has an incredible recovery rate with people who loses things in the ocean. She said, I'm going to give you 2000 up front and 2000 when you find it. First of all, for her to just offer it off the cuff, not even blink, think, sneeze, cough, dribble, do anything. I'm trying to get like that. It was as if she just offered him a stick of gum or, or a piece of gum. Just like, yeah, I'll give you 2000 right now and then 2000 when you find it. And I missed it where she gave him the other 2000 even though he didn't find it. Did that happen during the dance? Am I missing something? Can somebody help his sister out? But I here's another key piece. There is this man, even though he is the antithesis of Gollum from Lord of the Rings in looks, his character is that of Gollum in that he finds he's like a beachcomber and he's he has the metal detectors like going in the sand trying to find valuable stuff to get money for it. So he ends up finding the ring, brings it to the hotel and then wants to get money for it. And so the money that Addie paid Jack for the dive that he was going to use to sail around the world. He uses that to give it to the man so that he can get the ring for adding. And another thing, when she, when he gave her the ring and she finally got it, he put it on her finger. 
it was incredibly underwhelming. I want my money back. You're not going to have my emotions invested into this relationship and in this movie only to get only to come up short. And she was just like, oh, my gosh, the wreck. Like, really? <laughs> After all of that, all you could pull was, a, oh, my gosh, y'all, that had me thrown. That really had me thrown. I hated Gollum. And he never, there was never any justice for what he did. Because he literally just extorts the mess out of the hotel. Gets four grand and goes about his merry way. Like, like, uh, like nothing ever happens. Like, what is going on? What is the meaning of life right now? Uh, yeah, the ending is no me gusta. However, the rest of the movie is all right. It's all right. It's funny though. I forget that they're on location. The scenery was beautiful, but I was actually more invested in the story. I will have to be honest. I was definitely more invested in the story than the scenery. And I was shocked. Because the synopsis seems really basic. However, they really did this movie justice. And the movie was actually better than I thought it was. And so I'm going to give it four cr- four crowns. With that, I'm going to give it four crowns. A whole crown because the ending was basura. That's pretty much why. Well, you guys, those are my thoughts about Hidden Gems. Um, we're kicking off Summer Nights. Next up, we have a Caribbean or Caribbean summer, which stars Sir Darius Blaine and Heather Hemmings. And the name Heather Hemmings may sound familiar and she may look familiar to you because she did her first Hallmark movie last Christmas with Luke McFarlane. And it was called Christmas in My Heart. It was the first Hallmark movies and mystery movie, Christmas movie for the Christmas season last year and Heather also signed a deal with Hallmark. She is one of the actors who got locked down by the crown. (laughs) Told you I'm going to use it. If you listen to my June preview with Chad, you'll know what I mean when I say this. This is what we're, this is the phrase we're using when a new act, when, when a new signee is being announced by crown media. We're saying that this actor got locked down by the crown. (laughs) so and heather hemmings is one of those people who got locked down by the crown she was one i wasn't expecting in all honesty because she's incredibly new to the space and because christmas in my heart was her first movie i was i was incredibly shocked to find that she got a a contract but we're here and she's doing it caribbean summer and um that's coming out this saturday and then up TV is doing June grooms, which I love because don't nobody pay attention to the to the men folk. And I appreciate that. Like, I really appreciate Up TV taking a fresh spin on the June wedding season um, with June grooms. So I am watching those. That's going to be something that, well, actually, I'll, let me be honest. I have those DVR'd to watch in one fell swoop because I'm going to review them for you guys since we don't have a June weddings this year from Hallmark so I got you with the June grooms and we're going to get we're going to get our wedding fix 
we may not get it until July. <laughs> Just being completely honest with you. You might not get a review from me from an up, for an Up TV movie until July, but know that I'm still watching them. So, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Dear Hallmark. If you are wondering, how did Emma send in that message? What, what happened? How did she do that? There is a link in the show notes where it'll say send in a voice message. And it will take you to a page where you are able to leave 60 seconds worth of your thoughts. So if you want to talk to me about Rama drama, about Christmas in July, about June weddings, about hidden gems, about what you think about all of these actors signing with Hallmark and GAC and whatever, you can do so in said voice message. And I'll play it here just like I played Emma's and I'll respond to it. So... Again, be sure to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And be sure to rate and review the podcast if you haven't already. Not only does it help me out as a a host, but it also helps others know that there is other content out there for them to listen to when it pertains to Hallmark. Well, you guys, onward and upward, yeah? I hope you guys have an amazing, fantastic, splendiferous weekend. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Ciao, my friends.